it's time to head to Hamilton, where Jenna and Luke Gervin, a married couple recording as Bird Machine, have just released their debut EP, which they describe as a collection of good and bad dreams. Don't close your eyes. So, so the EP is uh, is out. Uh, you guys are in Hamilton. Um, you're married. Um, you got kids. The whole ball of wax. So, uh, I get the feeling you're kind of balancing all these things up in the air and trying to make everything happen. How how tough has it been to to get to this point to get this thing released? Well, it was once we like decided we were going to do it. It's actually been pretty good. Um, Luke's working on a PhD at the moment, but I'm fortunate enough um, <laughs> to be able to work full time on the music. So out. Okay. While kids are at school and kindy, that's what I'm doing during the day. And then after hours, all our date nights, all our free time goes towards music. But it, it's like invigorating. So mm. we've just been having a, a blast. It only, it only started like October last year was when we decided to join forces with our music. We've been doing music since we got married. But to write and stuff like that, we were like, let's give it a good go. Because for both of us, it's our dream. And we, yeah. I guess we kind of assumed it's like unrealistic it's not going to happen and we were like but why why can't we do both why can't yeah. we, we be right. parents and have a family and and do the music and do it all you know so yeah so we're kind of doing it the reverse like to a lot of people so when you know when we were 20 and and studying uni it was like uh, oh yeah you got to get the the real job sort of thing and um you know when i was at high school i did um a music um like a sort of like a certificate in, in music performance and and one of the first things we were taught is basically that you'll never make it so to speak right oh there you yeah, go <laughs> yeah and so i always just had that attitude high. about it that it's it's not realistic and uh maybe you know it's not really going to be lucrative or anything um but i always just pushed it way back and and um and now we're just <laughs> after we've got two kids and uh you know and everything we're like let's give it a red hot go now um, right. And you, you find that you, if you make, you can make time for the things you actually want to do and, and it just, it works out. And it's easier to balance because both of us are doing it, right? So it means any, it's not like we're taking away, if Luke was doing it on his own, then he'd be away from us where we're able to include the kids. The kids were in one of our music videos. Um, I saw and, that. <laughs> you know, we're able to kind of make it a family affair. And so it actually is something that I feel or we feel is is going to be sustainable because mm. of that and because of the way we're balancing it it's working yeah and it's good for our relationship it's very bonding and everything so it's just all all positives <laughs> and, and i'm sure you've been asked this a thousand times but how did you get together one's a kiwi one's an aussie <laughs> <laughs> well we just met by chance really and luke had met my brother and that was how we started talking and then music was a very early talking point our first yeah. date luke brought a guitar and serenaded yeah. me <laughs> yeah jenna, jenna ah, was in australia and melbourne we met in melbourne and um and her brother had been living in geelong where i'm from um and before that and that's how i i knew him and so yeah just took off from there and yeah there's some long distance uh, dating <laughs> very good and, and were there musical touchstones that both of you kind of uh, identified with that kind of brought you together musically yeah, I mean, we both loved to perform and, and we both played instruments and stuff. Um, it took a while for us to get like work together because Luke came from an alternative music background and I came from pop. 
And right? so we would do stuff together, but to write together was hard because he had an idea of what he thought it should be. I had an idea of what I thought it should be. And it basically got to where we had to stop thinking about what anything had to be and just write. And that would become our genre. And so our right. genre has evolved or has become the sound that it is in the EP because we just stopped thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I guess they say that not, not that, you know, we had any serious conflict or anything, but, and I don't mean conflict in the sense of like anger and stuff, but um, I guess, you know, having a creative conflict or two different ideas or things that are seemingly incompatible um, kind of breeds, you know, creativity and innovation, right? And so sure. we really feel like what has emerged is something that is is pretty unique and that's uh, is really is a blend of, of our two styles, which for a long time we didn't understand each other's kind of styles, you know, or, or interests right. and things. But um, we've been able to use that, and um, and and you really have to to be open to um, just accepting some other sort of point of view that you wouldn't have thought about before, you know. And then you come up with, and then it, it creates something that surprises you, and you're surprised that it's something that you it has turned out to be actually really cool. Okay, so looking at the EP, it begins with a tune called "Our Kind." And you have a, a video for that. What can you, what, how did that come to be? Don't close your eyes. Open them wider. You follow the crowd as the sounds get loud. You say to yourself, no one can come Um, digital media and how like the destructive side of it and how it facilitates echo chambers and it and it creates a greater gulf of division between people we think because it, it shows people it like reinforces a one-sidedness and um and so the the video came about from jenna's cousin um anthony butters who's a filmmaker yeah, right. in new zealand and and he had the concept for for the, the video and, and the narrative for that. And it was taking the topics we had talked about and, and, and talking about sort of how that um, affects different generations of people, the, the new digital media. Um, right. And I think there are, there are older generations can kind of, because they're not native to, to social media and the way, that the internet can work oftentimes they're yep. deceived i think because there's a lot of information that's presented as genuine um that right. people get confused yeah. about yeah. you know and so it's it's kind of lamenting on that and raising awareness about that i think being like the younger generation we're already used to scammers we're already used to like lies right. and that you can't trust everything you see where some of our own family members you know they'll be like oh have you seen this and it's like oh that's not real you know that's yeah. that's right. 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 fake and so what we're finding they're often falling victim to some of those things and then the abuser are kind of reinforced as luke said by algorithms only showing them the one side so it was kind of to bring awareness to like proactively make sure you're looking at everything and not just one picture because mm -hmm. then you're not 
being empathetic yeah, to yeah. other sides of the story. Is, and issues like need a you know a multivariate sort of view on things. And and to to give an example of some of the like fallacies and things that have presented as fact, like well, if you think about it this way, in traditional media, you know things are curated and edited before they're published, yeah. and so that has a credibility about it. But on the internet, anyone can publish anything that's unedited and uncurated. And I remember yep. see, uh, someone I know shared a post and it was a, a picture of a multi-lane highway and, and the cars were stopped in gridlock and the caption was, in Germany, they shut down this, um, oh, so the, the hikes, the petrol prices up so much that everyone on the highway stopped to protest until they put the prices back down. And it's like, right. no, that it was actually a photo of a, of a, like a super highway in China, <laughs> you know, during a massive <laughs> traffic jam. And I said to the person that, that, you know, this narrative isn't true. And, and the person said, well, it's a good message, though. And, no, it's, it's not actually. A good That's not message, how it should work. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's a nice idea. You can believe that if you're posting it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's basically the message of that song. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. And then it's followed by Twice in the Heart, which um, is that a cello in there? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, like she's right? played the samples, but we played the lines but on the it's, keyboard. It's so. a very realistic one. Yeah. It does sound. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love the fact that you have a cello in your house and you can't play. Yeah. <laughs> well, we bought it with the intent of learning. <laughs> we it. want to. We want yeah. to. We have a lot of instruments, and those are the ones that we dream to play. Is, is the, is the cello. <laughs> well, for twice in the heart, we don't have a video for that one yet. But um, the video for our single Money Egg has our kids in it. Got a money ache The size of Manhattan Went to sleep last night Was asleep when it happened It's a lament to um, rising unaffordability. And, um, you know, in, in New Zealand, uh, New Zealanders pay more, uh, spend more of their income on housing than any other OECD nation. Right. Um, and so it's basically like basically a lament to that. And so the <laughs> children are in the video and it's kind of depicting them as children doing um, like having adult worries and, and um like taking care of finances and taking care of younger children and, and things like that. And I, and I think portrayed in that way, it's highlights the tragicness of it. Um, right. And, and a kind of a betrayal of their innocence. Yeah. Cause it's going to be affecting them in the long run. All of the, the financial crisis is going to be affecting those kids in the future. Yeah. And so it kind of, makes it more alarming I suppose um my sister is the one that did the film the filming and editing for that one 
Um, yeah, and that was, yeah. we were pretty happy with that. <laughs> Some pretty talented family and friends, don't you? <laughs> yeah, we were <Yes>. very lucky. <laughs> And, and you directed the following one, the Time and Space one, right? Yes, yeah, that was that was our um, attempt at our first music video, ourselves through what? our phone. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, although we used my mum helped with the like filming of us, of but then the visuals and stuff was Tom's done space. and edited. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is hard to shoot yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta have somebody to That's make right. sure you're in the frame. In the, in the video for I'm right here, we did just it was just us two, and we were just shooting each other. And that's why, yeah, yeah that's why we're never in the same shot. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I see. Nirvana t-shirt in there. You're not wearing it. Uh, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> We're actually wearing our own merch today. Oh, good on you. Yeah. What do you got? Give us the spiel. Oh, yes. Actually, our merch shop will be opening today. So this is a little sneak preview. <laughs> and what is on that sweatshirt? Um, it's actually the cover for our I'm Right Here single. Right. With our name. And that's actually oh, there you at are. the Hamilton Gardens. <laughs> this Okay, the cool. Statue. Yeah, it's where we shot the video. So it's one of the stills from the video, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, merch is where it's at, That's isn't it? You're not going to make any money being a musician. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so what's the, what's the plan going forward? Do you have uh, a big master world conquering plan in place? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> um, we do plan to tour March next year. To New Zealand. Right. To New Zealand. <laughs> Um, yep. Oh, no, would love to tour internationally, but it, we've got to build more of a following before that, I guess. Um, and we already are in the process of writing for our album next year. So, right. Um, yeah, it's just going where it takes us, pushing as hard as we can, and seeing, mm. seeing if anyone notices. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've noticed. Yes. <laughs> so do you write together now or you write separately? Or has that changed uh, now that you're... No, we, we always write together. But, you know, we can right. come to and present to the other some riff that we made or some vocal melody or something like that. Um, so, yeah, there's a bit of um, working individually, but it's usually not like we, we produce a whole song by ourselves and then come to the other, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very good. All righty. Well, thank you for taking time to talk to me here today. Hopefully all goes well with the record and the merch, especially. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank <laughs> and, you. <laughs> yeah, come up to Auckland and do a gig every once in a yes, while. Yes, yes. Yes, well, we're hoping for one uh, in the early next year. After we get back right. from Australia. Yeah, when we get back from Australia, yeah. Very good. All right. Have a great nice day and thank you very much. Cool. See thank you. Later. you.